Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is Acast Recommends. Every week, we pick one of our favourite shows. And this is one we think you're going to love. Hello, I'm Jeff Lloyd, and I recently had a baby with Ed Miliband. A baby podcast, that is. It's a spin-off of our show, Reasons to be Cheerful. It's called Cheerful Book Club, and it's conversations with some of the best writers working in the world today. You'll really enjoy our chats with people like US broadcasting legend Rachel Maddow, literary giant Ian McEwan, and the big short and moneyball author Michael Lewis. Feed your brain with ideas from the Cheerful Book Club. You'll find us on the excellent Acast app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the biggest podcasts from Ireland and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast in association with eToro. I apologise if the sound quality is not great. We're just on the way back from Huddersfield at the moment on the uh, M1 and conditions are pretty horrendous to be honest as I'm sure we're all aware with the uh, freezing rain as it's called. Uh, Ian Buse, photographer, is driving at the moment. He described the conditions during the match between Newcastle and Huddersfield as probably the worst he's had to photograph in about 10 years. And it was the conditions were terrible and it certainly affected a game which was never like a great spectacle anyway Newcastle managed to get the win in the end 1-0 second half goal from Salomon Rondon after a wonderful counter attack first half performance wasn't great but Lee what was your overall assessment on the game in general and on how significant a result that was for Newcastle I think overall it was um, very much a hard battle I thought Newcastle were quite poor in the first half, if I'm being totally honest, uh, the the likes of Kennedy was struggling. Um, even Mankiel wasn't great in the first half, even though he obviously went on to do much better and lay on the winning goal. Uh, but without being too negative, I thought Newcastle uh, really stepped up to the plate in the second and took the game to Huddersfield in terms of getting the all-important breakthrough and then doing enough to hold on to it I think if you speak to the players even they said they were very poor in the first half but on a day like that it's one then where you have to just roll your sleeves up and battle on and you know just try and get something out of it Uh, and that's exactly what they did they got all three points they can go home happy Um, the players have been given a day off tomorrow by Rafa Benitez so he's just keeping the feet on the ground a little bit uh, going in that game with Fulham next week the reality is if they win that one they're halfway to you know being safe in the Premier League that's a great achievement before the festive fixtures even start so they've recovered the points they've lost at home um, they're much better away from home this season maybe they just enjoy it better I don't know maybe the away fans give them that extra lift maybe they feel that they'll have to do something for them I don't. whatever it is it's working away from home if they can start replicating that in a home wins then you, going into the spring you just can't be too too concerned about Newcastle because when when things are going well they do look good 
I mean, as we said during the first half, the performance certainly wasn't great. Newcastle was second best, had to do a lot of defending. Huddersfield were on the front foot. But it was interesting because, as Benitez said on Friday and as we discussed before the game, Newcastle do appear better suited to playing away from home and he made a couple of tactical changes at half-time. We spoke to Benitez after the game. He said he shifted a couple of things round. And, and I mean, the goal, the winning goal and also the Perez disallowed goal, wrongly disallowed, was it was a brilliant move. Started Dubravka, Lascelles, Cher down the line, Perez on the Manquillo, crossed for Rondon. And really... That was almost like the archetypal Rafa Benitez counter-attacking goal, isn't it? That's what he wants. Even if he brings in players of a higher quality, a lot of the time away from home, that's what he wants from Newcastle. He wants them to be solid defensively and then make sure they're clinical on the break and then on the counter-attack. Yeah, I mean, he'll be he'll be going back up uh, the road now and he'll be feeling absolutely delighted because that's you know peak Rafa, isn't it? The way he played that today in terms of got the defence nice and compact got the clean sheet it was bodies behind the ball in the last stages of the game Huddersfield you could just see the belief drain out of them in the last 10 minutes because they thought we're not going to find a way past this defence and this goalkeeper um, and to, to get that goal at the other end I mean Rondon barely had a kick all game but the, he kept his focus and concentration and when his moment did eventually arrive he finished off with summer plum and uh, I think that's credit to him it's credit to Rafa for bringing him in in the summer there was a lot of doubt about it you know Newcastle didn't want to sign him they didn't want to spend the money they thought he's, maybe his best days were behind him but he's proven to be some player in terms of getting the goals this season um, it's four Premier League goals from him so far if he gets into double figures the Newcastle stay up that has been an absolute snip because they've only paid I think it's a two million loan fee or something like that. So that's an absolute snip to get in a player in of that calibre who's got the goals um, to help keep them up. But it's, you know, all of a sudden we're talking about positives again and, that, and it was really important to get that win just to turn things around. You talk about positives and I, I do want to make the majority of this podcast about positives. Rondon was certainly one of them but before we get back onto the other positives just just one potential negative from the game was Kennedy's performance certainly in the first half I mean he just hasn't since he's come back on the season long loan reproduced the form which he showed during the second half of last season he was played admittedly slightly out of position left wing back today although he has played there for Chelsea before but he has did say when he signed him that he could play in that position but he, he just looks out of sorts at the minute he doesn't look like he's really at it I don't know if the conditions today just didn't fancy it or what but how important is it that Newcastle start getting the best out of him because he was really the marquee signing in the summer Kennedy is that he is the creative force how much will Rafa be working on to make sure that over the festive period over the next few weeks Kennedy really starts to produce the goals and assists again yeah I mean today disappointing but I suppose he might argue that he's you know wing back isn't really his favourite position uh, he was asked to do a job for the team there today Matt Ritchie dropped, rested, whatever you want to say maybe Richie would have been more disciplined on the day but you know I think it, Kennedy's going to have to learn that you have to play different positions it can't all just be about the glamour of, of pushing up and getting the crosses in and you know having that kind of star man role sometimes you've got to like do the defensive work and, and crack on like that 
um, and he just didn't have a good day. There's no, you know, as I say, it's not. There's no positive about it. Maybe he'll, he'll learn what's required from that. But it was a, it was a strange system in, in some ways because at one point you look right across the centre of of the pitch and there was like five players right across the middle and Huddersfield found that really hard to break down. I just think tactically, Rafa Benitez has just got this absolutely right today. And while some players play better than others, the system worked. Um, after the game, he mentioned that Newcastle had the same amount of efforts on goal as he did in the defeat against Brighton. So it just shows you the narrow margins in this league. Uh, but thankfully, they've got three points today. They can, you know, get another week of training in next week. Fulham at home. Uh, they're going in the right direction, but they've just got to get over them them jitters in front of their own fans. Yeah, and I mean, Kendi was one of the few negatives, really. I thought that Dubravka played well, made a few crucial saves first half. Cher was good again, very good ball for the goal, but also just, just confident possession. Clark played well. Mankio had arguably his best game in a Newcastle shirt, I think. But just in terms of the context of this match, where you, Benitez himself said, you've got two cup finals this week and next weekend against Fulham suddenly Newcastle rather than just being above the relegation zone have moved themselves six points ahead of Huddersfield six points ahead of the relegation zone going in that match of Fulham who are currently losing to West Ham game isn't quite over yet but as we as we speak they, they look like they're going to stay bottom of the table psychologically how huge is this win given the fact that seven eight weeks ago Newcastle hadn't won a game and then all of a sudden they now find themselves 14th in the table and with 16 points on the board yeah, the, the table looks much better now and, you know, six points above Huddersfield in third bottom place. I mean, we said before the game it was a six-pointer in some ways and that the six points is screaming out there now. Huddersfield players and fans were so disappointed today. So it shows it was a good psychological uh, boost for Newcastle. I think we spoke on the live Facebook broadcast before the game about Rafa saying about each game is a cup final and from his point of view he's absolutely right in instilling that mentality because as was said on the Facebook before that Newcastle didn't spend anywhere near as much as the rivals they've got the lowest wage budget in the league uh, and every game is you know they are second favourites in every game so from Rafa's point of view he can hold his head up high if he secures Newcastle's status in the Premier League we all know that he's the man you've got to give a contract to regardless of the takeover forget all that for, for the minute and look at who's in charge at the moment Mike Ashley is the owner of this club if he wants it to be in the best condition going forward he wants it to be in the best condition for the next buyer he's got to give Rafa Benitez that contract but they're so stubborn they won't they won't you know budge on certain things and uh, that's, that's sad for Rafa because he really wants to continue building a project remember he said I want to be here for 10 years Newcastle have got to grasp that opportunity it's right there in front of them and if he goes to another club next season that's just an absolute disaster for Newcastle fans I agree 100% even if the first half wasn't great watching today again just the way that Newcastle managed to get through the game tactically was again a representation of how well Benitez has done and what he can do with the current crop of players and you just think about what he could do with a higher calibre of a footballer just finally the away form is good they're 
they've now won two on the road but have only lost two have drawn quite a few games the home form as we know seven defeats in nine haven't picked up the points I needed at St James's Park Benitez himself has admitted that they just they seem to be better on, on away from home when the onus is on the opposition to take the game to them rather than when Newcastle are at St James's Park and, and visiting sides sometimes sit off them how going into the next weekend's game against Fulham can they translate this away form into the home form is there anything that can do more similar to being away or is it just a case of changing mentality when they are playing at St James's Park yeah they've tried everything really at home this season they've got they have gone for it in some games no doubt about that um, in other games they've played five at the back uh, like the Chelsea game and that, that hasn't paid off so they go into this one and they've afforded themselves a little bit of breathing space in terms of how they approach this game Fulham obviously losing at the minute uh, you have to say Newcastle really probably should go for the jugular in this game I hope they do um, but by the same token if it's another scrappy win like today then, then you take that in this situation because then suddenly it is really looking good for, for the team going in that second half of the season um, you've got I don't know if Mitrovic has been booked in this game yet by the way seeing as it's a live uh, broadcast as it stands but if he is involved in this game then he's going to be looking to prove a point and hopefully Newcastle can nullify that threat uh, but it'll be about other players I mean if you get Rondon's proved it again today if you get if you get the service to him right he will score goals uh, he's scored four valuable goals in the Premier League so far uh, I'd fancy him to, to do it again against Fulham uh, providing that service is right well this was another huge three points for Newcastle United thank you very much for tuning in to the Everything is Black and White podcast all the post game analysis reaction match report five things ratings everything is on the website and we will have feature length podcast next week looking back at this game and looking ahead to Fulham next weekend thanks for tuning in Hi there it's Caroline Foran from Owning It The Anxiety Podcast and this is a Staycast from Acast please 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 do follow the government's advice right now which is currently to stay at home where possible the sooner we all get on board with these measures the sooner we will be all together again while you're staying at home here's a recommendation for another great podcast for you to listen to i think we need a bit of comic relief more than ever so why not try the two johnny's podcast available on the acast app or wherever you get your podcasts